police came and he was like, there was two of them, bro. It was so scary. Yeah, they always have a partner. Yeah, like, <laughs> bro, these policemen, they came in, they were like, hey. But I wasn't that excited because like I didn't care enough that we were going to New York. It was because I was very young, right? I was like I think I was eight years old, and my parents told me about that. So like okay, yeah, that's, that's you know it's nice that we're going to New York, moving to New York. Like most immigrants, Zara's parents had to get interview for visa in order to stay in NYC, and Zara's reaction was. I remember they were so happy to. Like, Yo, this whole old assignment that we planned to go to New York. Like, oh wow! Wait. I still, I still didn't care at all. I'm like, okay, you're still going. Okay, we're going to move to New York. You know, they first, but both of them went to, the, to New York first, and then me and my brother, we followed after like a year because we had uh, school at that time, mm-hmm. so we can't, you know, go yet. But I think it was on May. It was May 2009. That's when me and brother went here to New York. Coming to New York was already overwhelming for Zyra, but adjusting to a new school and language, that's even more stressful. Especially in school, right? Because we had to go, I had to uh, go to an ESL class because I couldn't speak English very well. And I think I still know. ESL is the abbreviation for English Second Language. And like Zyra and I and Paula, who got off fresh off the boat, we and among other immigrants like us took an ESL class. I thought that I couldn't understand her, mm-hmm. what she was asking me. But she told the, my other classmate that, oh, can you transfer her for uh, for Zyra? But then I told her, oh, I can understand her, but I just, I, I, don't, I don't know how to answer that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to understand English. See, while Zara was out here struggling, my siblings and I were still back home with our grandparents. I was on the bike at the Philippines, and since we're a small town, you know, I was just minding my business, and I, I forgot that my dad came. But I was like, Naning, I'm here! Or, you know, like, in, in the Philippines, they call me Naning for, like, the... Yeah, like a nickname. nickname, yeah, and it just kind of stuck with you now. So I was like, that's that? And then I see uh, my sister Jay just starts running to him. And my brother was like, oh my gosh, we're here. Also, your, your dad was already in New York, but then he came back. So while my siblings and I were left behind in the Philippines, my parents had to live off in one small apartment, one bedroom, and sold books for a living. But little did I know, Zyra and Paula also faced similar events. Just your parents came? Yeah. We were already here with my parents. Yeah. Oh, no, and eight years, years old. Years but old. my parents did the same thing. My parents got a visa first and then they came here. What year? And then six months later, they brought us. Oh, yeah. And then we helped you guys um, get interviews. And then when your parents right, got here, right, we right, toured right, them yeah. around like New York and stuff like that. Yeah. And oh, like, that's gave clothes and everything. Yeah. Word. I remember when. And this is when we all finally met each other. Yeah, you had, you had your <laughs> braces on, and then you were sitting in the corner. Like, yeah, we here, were here already for a good, yeah. a good year, I think. We came here in 2007. Yeah. Yeah, I was but eight how years did you, old. Like, what do you call this? Like, were your parents like, oh my gosh, we're going to, we're going to New York, Paula. And you're like, yeah. How did you feel about that one? Yeah. I was young. I, I was still exactly. very young. We're all young. We're just, like, we just yeah, don't like, care, right? Care yeah. Like, okay. Like, I don't really remember like being excited about yeah, like, exactly. coming here so i'm saying as, as much but mm-hmm. i remember like 
how my parents were here they like were saying like they miss us and stuff mm-hmm. like my dad would tell me my mom always cries like every yeah, night same. Yeah, because, because we were left back in the Philippines yeah, yeah. Oh and my it was gosh. it was a hard time for them yeah. yeah but like at the same time they still had to come here and make sure like you know they got an apartment for us to be yeah. in because they were still living with like other people yeah. other Filipinos wait at that time so did your parents and my parents knew each other yeah they, oh, all of our parents knew each other in the philippines the because they kind of worked together yeah. in the yeah. philippines as um missionaries yeah so that's how they met and then when we came here that's how we all met even after coming to new york i still had no clue what was going on especially when i attended my first ever public school when i left the philippines i was just seven years old but at that time i was attending kindergarten which is weird, yeah, I know. But fun fact, in the Philippines, they don't actually have a middle school like we do have here. Because grades 1 through 6 was considered as elementary in in the Philippines. So when my parents transitioned my siblings and I to public schools, they were really confused. You know, I was supposed to be in second grade. Like I was the, supposed to be like in upper class, like in bro. the middle of semester or something like that. Oh, you started yeah. in first grade? Yes, because, oh. you know, they had me read that shit, right? So I was reading and they were like, can you read this book? couldn't read some of the words so then they were like we're gonna have to put you in first grade because like my reading level comprehension was was really bad mm-hmm. so i was like the i was always the oldest one in the, the class in the class they were yeah. like you're seven aren't you supposed to be in second oh my grade? god me too yeah i was like girl i was always like so i was eight at that time right but yeah. uh, most of my classmates were seven yeah. Yeah. Or oh six. my gosh. Yeah, bro. I was and I was always the tallest yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> in, in my second grade class, I remember. Now imagine being the tallest in the class. I can't <laughs> imagine. Okay, but imagine trying to make friends with broken English at a young age. Yeah. That was literally me. But then there was this one girl in class one time this girl and i we became best friends right because we didn't know how to speak english she didn't know how to speak she only spoke uh spanish i only spoke tagalog but we just we became besties i don't know how but you guys we spoke did. your own language yeah for real we we just said but yes no yeah but you don't know each other's language yeah it's so funny bro straight to private school when I got here <clears throat> so like I didn't get like the opportunity um with um like events like getting events no like you know how you kind of get interviewed um, um, oh. in public school before you, you, oh, yeah. you yeah they did the same yeah. thing yeah so I didn't I didn't get that so oh. I so they just put they just put me in like a grade that I was close to which was sec- second grade when I left the Philippines. Yeah, so we all were just one grade behind. No, no, yeah. advanced. Oh, you were advanced. Because like, <laughs> I was in third grade in the Philippines right when I left. Yeah. And then I was supposed to be in fourth grade. Uh, but then they, I guess they, the month they interviewed me. Yeah, yeah, I would be confused too with the grade levels in New York City at that time. Even the teachers were confusing me and everyone else. Like one of us got left back while the other one was advancing to the next level. That's how it is um, back then with the education system. Yeah. They would put you. They would. They would just look at your age. They wouldn't look oh, at the year. Right. Yeah. But right now, that's what they do. They look at the year right now. Oh, they change the system. Yeah, they change the system. So they look at like if you're 19 or 19, 
98, 19, like everybody in yeah. that classroom yeah. has to be like the same year. Oh. Yeah. So you learn something new. Yeah, that's why like some of my kids, like even if it's June, right? Even if, if school's almost over, they will still put in a child if they're of age or oh. if they're of So they the don't same care? Yeah, they're not going to interview yeah. you? No. Wait, how come they had to interview us? Because the system has changed. Like mm. there's there's more ways in how to find out where a child is yeah. with, with their education. Yeah. Like, you know about like career? DACA? DACA? Yeah. 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 DACA is an American immigration policy that was issued in 2012 by the Obama administration. So this was a calling for a desperate action for certain undocumented young people. Three, two, two, three people. Their names are Angie, Jessica, and Marcus. Angie and Jessica, they're both Koreans, and they're both like, um, they're both like immigrants right but they're undocumented mm -hmm. and then when we were interviewing them they were like saying like how um they were actually fighting for our rights like like student immigrants jessica park immigrated from south korea when she was just 11 years old and angie kim came to new york at just nine years old so both women faced the challenges of living as an undocumented student and becoming activists after enrolling in the daca program how come we didn't become activists, you know? I mean, we were young and our parents already had visas oh, before yeah. coming here because they had help with like the whole, um, like the being, a, being a literature evangelist, you remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that, that's also what they did here in the beginning. They didn't have jobs. They were ministries and they were part of like a community already that yeah. was helping us get our papers, green card. So it's a good thing that we had these opportunities. Like, like we were young, like yeah. and our parents did most of it. Yeah. So we're pretty lucky that it was like that. that yeah. We but came did you have to young. get like interview for like citizenship? For me, no, because my parents applied for citizenship before I was sixteen, I think. Because like you don't have to get interviewed. When you're yes. when a certain age. Bro, but I had to, bro. That's, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's annoying. I had yeah. to, like, it's a study, right? Yeah, study yeah, shit. Bro, while memorized. you're still in school. Yeah, I remember yeah. the book the that they gave us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember the, the book that they gave us. I remember one by one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, 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 I got interviewed during. Um, Who's your Senate right now? Huh? Who's our Senate? <laughs> bro, I forgot. <laughs> I don't know. Right now? I don't even know. My parents were still trying to like, you know, have a stable, good job that paid yeah. good. So what we did, since we were we were still fairly young, we had like bunk beds, and then they had their own bed in a in a one bedroom. Yeah, it's two bedrooms, but we rented out the other bedroom. You love to somebody. We rented oh, it out so that okay. my parents get you know a little bit of money and yeah, a little yeah. bit of help. Yeah, rent was no joke. And still isn't to this day. But my family had to live in a basement. We've been there for 10 years, alright? So like, 10 years? Yeah, I think so. Wait, 9? Holy nine, crap. Nine, oh, no. 11? I don't, I don't even know. Oh, no. Uh, 7, 7 to 8 years. Junk! <laughs> yeah. But we moved out in 20... In the house? In the old house. By the train? Yeah, by the train. Wait, that was your first house? Yeah, the first since 2009. Since 2021. Damn. So 11 years, though. Yeah. You miss it? No, bitch! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't miss that shit
rooms. Three? Yeah. Because yeah. when uh when the other uh, tenants. Bro, I, I didn't even expect that we were gonna live here in our entire life. Like before, um, I was, what? Yeah, Why? This, when I was a kid, I was just uh, I was thinking that oh we're just gonna live for a while. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we live in New York, New York for a while, then yeah. come back to Philippines. That's our home, right? But then as I grew older, like bro, this is it. This really is it. <laughs> yeah. in America. This is what I get. Whole, this is the story. Whole, my lifetime. Yeah. I mean, you didn't think much about it because you said you didn't care when you were young. Yeah, I know. You know, you know, one time a police came to our basement. Did oh, I tell you guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah I like, cause like to um, see if there was a parent or whatever. No, to see if there was screaming. Cause like oh. you know how in the Philippines it's like they don't care if you're screaming or whatever or like if you're it's 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 cause it's normal in the Philippines, right? Yeah. But in here, when my dad and I, we were like, we were um, what do you call this? We were like just casually talking, but like. It's to the point where I'm all I started screaming, right? And then you know we live downstairs, so like our landlord lives upstairs, and she goes, "That's oh. suspicious." Yeah, bro. She called, and then we had a knock on the door. I was like, "We don't recognize that knock." Remember how we have that that password knock? Yeah. Like yeah. if you don't know that, then it's not you know it's not our parents. Mm -hmm. And then um, the police came, and he was like, "There was two of them, bro." It was so scary. Yeah, they always have a partner. Yeah, like, <laughs> bro, these policemen, they came in, they were like, hey, we're just looking for some suspicious, um, like, like, you know, like, noise, like, what do you call this? Um, noise, complaint, noise complaint, yeah. And and then <laughs> and then I see my our landlord in the background just checking, and my dad was like, "Oh no, there's nothing going on." And the policeman he looked at me and said, "Are you sure you're okay?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And I'm like, you know, like I'm just talking to my dad. After they left, right, they started talking to the landlord and my dad, and I was like, blah blah blah. And my dad came down the stairs like, "You see that nanny? You see that? Do you want them to take me away? You want them to take away?" And I was like, "No, I don't want anything." When did you, um, you know, start to, to speak English from, like, at what age, like, when you realize that, oh, wow, I'm speaking English, you know? I think fourth grade, third or fourth grade, yeah, honestly, because I was quiet, I was really quiet in, in second grade, and my teacher would always, like, pick on me because, like, everyone raises their hand but me. But yeah, I learned English, not learned English, but, like, I found out that I can finally speak English at, like, third or fourth grade. But what about you guys? I was in oh, the yeah. private school since second grade, since I came here, till eighth grade. Oh, she came man. eighth grade, no, seventh grade. But yeah, I feel like I noticed the more you surround yourself with spoke English, that's how I learned. Yeah, that's how you learn. No, that's the not, even, not, even, not even school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's the it's the um, conversations you have with your friends. Yeah, yeah. What's even annoying is like I used to speak Tagalog so much and now I have a freaking accent for speaking Tagalog. Now like even my cousins make fun of me for it. And then they're trying like you're like, oh, you have an accent. Okay, and you try speaking English. <laughs> so, like, with, with language, right? So, that's how we have become with English when it comes to English. Yeah. But, do you guys feel that we are very lucky to have come here in that way? Or, like, have brought up to be in that way? Because I feel very lucky compared to, like, you know, like what you said, your friends 
your friends have to go through all these things just yeah. to get a visa. Like for yeah. us, we came here like you know by plane, leave, and everything, and our parents handled everything. Like yeah, I, we I, have we didn't have to do yeah. that much work. Yeah, and we really didn't. Like here, which I did. I had to to be a citizen. Yeah, okay. but like that's no. after though. Oh, no, that's even recently, no. That you're even lucky that Philippines, you got it. Yeah, I saw situation how it is living there, and spoke to my cousins, my family, and uh, you know they tell me every time that yo. How much do you get paid? Like how much is the the rate, right? And you know, uh, when like when do you get paid and stuff like that? I was like, oh, so I get paid per hour. Like you know, it is fifteen dollars per hour. I'm like, what? Fifteen dollars? Cause cause there it's just a dollar. But you gotta think about living expenses. And yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, cause we're we're lucky that we're here already. For them, they wish that they're here too mm. to earn that same amount of money. Because Philippines is like, if you're poor, you're poor. There's no middle class. Yeah. Over oh, here, actually, you know, like, if you're rich, no. you're rich there. Yeah, like, if you're rich, you're rich. If you're poor, you're poor. There's yeah. no middle class. Like, yeah. there's no in-between in the Philippines. Yeah. That's it. Ooh. But from here, it's like, isn't it like upper middle? Upper and middle then, and lower. And then lower, that's yeah. it, right? Here? Yeah. But there, there's like a lot of stages. Yeah. Just, yeah, and I think that's why our parents came here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know? Honestly, like... It's, it's hard to that. it's hard to make it in the Philippines, or yeah. at least try to stay afloat without yeah. being stressed about you know your next meal. Yeah, yeah but exactly. still, like even here, like they think like, oh my gosh, you moved to New York, you're so rich. Yeah. Well, no, we yeah. don't know how. how when, how yeah. Here. yeah, yeah, but like I remember like my first experiences with like, um, we had a flood at the basement. Bro, I hated that day. Oh my gosh. We had like all of my clothes were wet. My freaking <laughs> bed sheets were wet. Especially on winter times, bro. Like everything was like it was either cold or hot. Because you know, we didn't have much like like stuff going on. And then we had to like, um, we call this, we had to, on the rainy days, we would always carry our buckets. Yo, we had like five buckets in that freaking household. And then every time, like, if, if our door gets stuck in the basement, I had to be the one to freaking go through the window. That was the day <laughs> where they always put me in. Oh, we you had, had a window? Go. Yeah, we had a window, but it was, like, it was, like, underneath the balcony, though, like, in, like... You had a balcony? No, it was, like, our <laughs> landlord's balcony. It's, like, the little oh. doorstep thing. So, like, it's underneath that. So, like, on some days, if, like, our door gets stuck, we would have to go, like, I have to... Well, I actually have to do all the work and freaking open the window and you know like our bathroom freaking dorm our bathroom place was like high up right to drop that freaking two feet down and almost broke my ankle for that shit man so oh, it's the, like, the middle child yeah that's how life is i mean how was like like you know throughout the school years like high school college I established yeah, like established other it. friendships yeah. already and my english got better because it, it's the the struggles in elementary yeah i think in middle school yeah. But then, you know, years goes by, you got mm -hmm. used to living here, yeah. speaking the English, then you learn the culture yeah. here in America, mm -hmm. right? So, you know. And I think it helped that we, um, we had a church, yeah. like, to go to, so we kind of had that community to turn to when, mm -hmm. you know, we didn't know where to get 
food or where to, oh where to get jobs like, and stuff. Wait, did your parents have to like wait in the line? Yeah. For, like the food in stamps. the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, my yeah. mom. Or did you guys have to like pick up like scraps from not scraps but like <laughs> no. but like what do you call this like chairs like you know those like, oh yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah those yeah, yeah. things yeah, that people we, throw we, out we we like got like a TV from the TV people. what the heck yeah we would get you know my I got dad, a couch mm-hmm. my yeah. dad calls it shopping <laughs> <laughs> like he asked me like no he like every night right like oh bed because he goes in bed right mm-hmm. bed let's go shopping like huh. Yeah, in the streets. Okay, so I just come with him. Yeah. You know, there's not that much that people that do that now. Yeah, yeah. bro. It's it not, was not. A, I used to either. find it fun though. Yeah. Or like, you get a ticket if you. Yeah, you get a like, ticket now. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, you can't leave. But it's for free. No, but you can't leave like oversized furniture yeah. or. No, but I still see it in the city. Like, in yeah, the city, yeah, yeah, because there's um. You know, people manage it in the city. Oh, oh my gosh! There's one time when we were walking to Central Park. My mom saw a stroller, right? And then Jing, <laughs> my sister was like, "Ma, pagod na ako, I'm tired." And mom was like, "Oh, look, it's a stroller." And we literally used that and oh, she <laughs> took it. Yeah, we took it with yeah. us, and it it stayed with us for like five years. Well, until like, you know, she outgrown that. Yeah. But it was so funny. We would get chairs, tables. Yeah. One time we saw a lamp. My mom was like, "Yo, we're gonna take this. We would clean it up." Yeah. Even though it smells, I was like, "No, we're we're gonna take that." Well, yeah, those were the good times. Yeah, yeah, and also I got a bike after you bike from you know, the car. Oh my gosh, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember this because there was it says that I'm free. This the bike says mm-hmm. it's like a paper that says I'm free. Take me. So I took it. Yeah. And then we started fixing it because it was flat and there's like some, you know, um, like broken stuff in it. Yeah. Broken like the bike. Mm-hmm. So we fixed it and then we bought stuff for it and then some guy just came like, hey, that's my bike. Like, can I get it back? Yeah. I'm like, okay, but you have to pay for it because we paid, you know, the equipment for yeah. it to, fi- to fix it. It's like, oh, never mind, you can you can have it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Exactly. Yeah. But was there any time that you guys, like, you know, as an immigrant, like, you guys found something really hard? Like, wow, this is like, this is what it's like living in New York City as an immigrant. <laughs> like, have you guys thought of it? Or, like, have you guys experienced that? Or not, not really? Yeah. I, I didn't experience it, but I see it with my parents. Like, mm, they really worked yeah. hard to, like, be where we at right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I was in school, it was hard to, to like, it was hard when it comes to homework. Oh I, I figured yeah. a lot of things out on my own because, you know, our parents come home so late already yeah. before. Not really with the experience, but mm-hmm. seeing it was hard. Yeah, and then just like thinking about like oh my god I'm gonna be like that one day, yeah. and I don't want to be like that yeah, one day. Same. It's like a lot of you know. It's I like think, a nine to five job yeah, or I, like day and night shift, and I'm yeah. like, bro, that's crazy. I think like American lifestyle is like you work till you die. Mm. You is know? that the American dream? <laughs> yeah, I don't be like that. I wanna, I wanna work to live. Yeah, not live to work. <laughs> yeah. No, because like after like you know hearing our parents stories about like oh my gosh we had to like survive with like this amount of money or like we have to like actually get food from other places and i'm like bro and then we're sit like as soon as they got us from like the philippines it's like everything was kind of like settled down for us it was just grateful you know because if you hear other immigrant stories they have to like um go through everything bro i have this one classmate 
she she was talking to this immigrant and she was saying like how they cross the border from mexico and they're trying to look yeah. for a job they're both like teenagers right and she literally just witnessed her dad die in mm -hmm. front in front of her because a, a truck like literally hit her dad as they're trying to like um oh i think gosh. like you know like basically cross and they had to lie about their age they had to like literally start from the bottom i think they're brothers and sisters too but like i don't know how they are right now but it was a story that one of my classmates was telling us about like what advice would you guys give to like similar or non-similar stories that we had you know from like what i've seen mm -hmm. with my parents with their experiences i think like just being persistent and like you know having that mindset of you do belong here yeah. but at the same time like you know it's hard work yeah it's hard work you yeah. gotta do what you have to do in order to I'm Griselle, aka G, and thank you for listening to another episode on Good Talks with G. Shout out to Zap Splat and Loyalty Free for giving me the best music and sound effects for this podcast.